Do you believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our next episode. And we're going to talk about grief today because I feel that this has been up for a lot of people, and I've actually had some requests to talk about this further because let's face it, everybody is goes through grief one way, shape, or form. I want to welcome you to my show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino. This is the Dr. Dolores Show. I'm a nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, and I help people bridge the physical with the spiritual but also the invisible with the invisible. So in today's show, we're going to be talking about navigating grief's journey moving forward. And I'm just going to share a couple of things here. Grief is a powerful and universal emotion that touches every life at the same at some moment in time. It is a journey of profound loss and sorrow, but it also is a testament of the resilience of the human spirit. Just think about that. Navigating grief can feel like riding a roller coaster. There are highs and lows, moments of intense sadness, anger, guilt, rage, maybe, and even moments of unexpected laughter and joy. These emotions are all part of the healing process, and it's crucial to embrace them rather than suppress them. Grief is a challenging journey, but it also could be a transformative one. By understanding its complexities and embracing the roller coaster of emotions, seeking support and finding personal healing, we can move forward with grace and resilience. Remember, you are not alone on this journey, and there is hope for brighter days ahead. Remember, this too shall pass. It always does. Every person's journey through grief is unique, and there's no set timeline for healing. And today we're going to share some stories about grief recovery and things that you can do to not only help yourself if you're going through grief, help maybe a family member or somebody you know who is grieving. Because so often there are times where we are just lost for words or don't know what to say. So sometimes we don't say anything and just, you know, pretend that nothing's going on and there's an elephant in the room. So in this episode, we're going to delve into the intricate world of grief, offering insights and guidance on how to navigate this challenging path path and ultimately find the strength to move forward so you know with that being said you know people are like you know grief it's just like it is like the elephant in the room it's like it's such a personalized experience you could be grieving the loss of a a loved one maybe somebody passed away included of of a pet you could be grieving the loss of things that never materialized in your life and you wish they had. You could be grieving the loss of a job or 
the bottom of your world just pretty much fell out. You've lost everything, you know, your, your home, your, um, your job, your car, you know, grief could be anything. And you know what, it also could be, believe it or not, when you have surgery and you have an organ removed or a body part, your body goes through grief and a grief process with that as as well as the emotional, mental, spiritual, and dimensional aspects that happen. You know, I think too often people are at a loss for words is what to say to somebody if they're, you know, they're grieving or our society feels that there has to be a timeline on grief. Who made that up? I mean, where did that come from? Oh, let me guess. We had to get you back into work. So, you know, you had to consolidate your grief. Grief is like one of those things that it's very personal. It's very individualized. You just don't know from moment to moment, what you're experiencing or feeling. You could be fine going through life and then all of a sudden you're just overwhelmed with emotion and then it dissipates. I kind of describe it as the ebbing and flowing of the ocean. It's like, you know, the waves come in, they recede, the waves come in and then we recede. And then all of a sudden this big wave comes in and then it recedes. Grief is like that and how you experience it is, I, I find that that's a, the best analogy for me. For some people, like we were sharing earlier, it's like a roller coaster. It's like you're on the high and then all of a sudden it's like you're going down and you hit, hit the bottom and you're just so overwhelmed. It, it's almost like, <laughs> I call it like a matrix of emotions. Or, you know, 50 Shades of Emotion, you know, we talked about 50 Shades of Grey, you know, that movie that was there a few years ago. But it's like 50 Shades of Emotion, because it's just like you're going through all these different emotions, almost in rapid firing, and in quick sequential type of uh, a process. So when you are grieving, the best thing to do is to just be kind to yourself. Have some compassion. You know, you're going to experience memories. Memories are going to come and trigger things. Especially if you, you know, lost a loved one. You know, sometimes you're just on overwhelm. You don't know what your life is going to look like without them in it. Life will go on. It's just going to be different now. I don't know if you ever really heal from grief completely. Um, it's like you learn to live with a new version of who you are moving through this process. Um, and I feel that it could be so enriching and, and so full of possibilities for you to take a deep dive into yourself as well. And gain wisdom from the experience that you're having. Now, you know, what people don't realize sometimes is that, um, you know, spirit, you know, spirituality and stuff like that, you know, there's a, 
first of all, we need to define spirituality and being religious. They're two, two, they're two separate concepts. Um, religion is like an outward demonstration of a connectedness to uh, an organization, a religious organization. Spirituality is the inner relationship you have between yourself and your higher power or yourself and God or whoever you believe, Buddha, um, or maybe you don't believe in anything. That's a belief too. I mean, um, whatever that is, it's, you know, finding comfort in that and connecting with that is also going to help you navigate through this. When our, we have the spirituality aspect is sometimes, you know, to make us feel better, maybe we do like prayer and meditation and just our beliefs and what we believe in in afterlife could be a possibility, but also, you know, creating rituals and ceremonies around that and celebrating life. I'm so excited now that we don't have like ho-hum, you know, funerals and wakes. It's like celebrations of life. I mean, that's what it's really about. It's about, you know, honoring the person and their soul and what they've accomplished and how they touch the lives of others in, in their lifetime and celebrating that. What is, you know, interesting as well, too, is reaching out to community and, and having um, people around you that could help you and support you. And, you know, sometimes it's not about them feeling like, you know, trying to fix it for you or anything like that. It's more about holding the space for you. And what I mean by holding the space, it's just like they're there for you. No words need to be to be exchanged, but they're physically present and with you, no matter what's happening. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, when we are in that position of holding the space for people, we almost feel at a loss as to what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to make them feel better? We're always trying to, to fix something sometimes. And, you know, there's really nothing to fix. It's just a, allowing the process to be what it is. You need to be patient and understanding with yourself. And just allowing yourself to experience everything that you're feeling. And, you know, yeah, you're going to get angry. The tears are going to come, maybe. You're going to be, you know, maybe remorseful. It's a process. And, you know, um, Dr. Kulbaras did a lot of research about grieving and um, her work, you know, she talked about different phases. There's no linear component as to which phase you go through and when you'd go through it. You could just, you're going to probably go through all those phases in whatever order you need to in order for you to maneuver through what you're doing and how and where you're going to be going. Um, it's about accepting and surrendering just to what is in that moment and being okay with that without judging or criticizing it. 
you know, you're in uncharted territory. And for some of us, you know, losing, you know, a parent or a loved one, it's, it's devastating. Um, especially, you know, when you feel like the time you don't, you, you just feel like you never had enough time with them, but just know that as you're moving through this process, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Surround yourself with things that you love to do. Listen to music, listen to, you know, read inspirational things. There's lots of stuff out there on the internet about moving through grief and just coming into harmony with yourself. Um, it's a time for deep transformation and growth. And we're going to talk more about that when we come back from a break. But, you know, just kind of ponder right now, you know, the aspects and the things that you've experienced in your life. And maybe, you know, you're going through the grieving process right here, right now in this moment. And know that you're going to be okay. It's... it. it, it Nobody gets out of this world without going through it at, for, in one way, shape, or form. It may be delivered in different, different ways and different aspects and through different venues, but everybody experiences grief. Um, and it's how we are able to embrace that, learn from that, that makes us more resilient as time goes on. So when we return from break, we're going to talk more about grief and things that you could actually help somebody with and be in support of if you have somebody who is grieving. You're listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, energy whisperer, and we're talking about grief today and learning to move beyond that and and create resilience in your life as well. So we're gonna break right now and we'll be right back shortly. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't, yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to the Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for the Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. 
To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdolorespazino.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're talking about grief's journey and moving forward with it. And, you know, before our break, we were talking about how it's so important to fully embrace the experience that you're having right now, because it is so rich with possibilities and opportunities for some great deep growth and transformation. And, you know, just remember, you need to be patient and understand yourself better. Um, so you allow yourself to just be in the moment. This is what it's really all about right now. Just experiencing what you're, you're feeling and you're sensing and, and doing so without judging or criticizing. You're back here with the Dr. Dolores Show, and I'm Dr. Dolores Fazino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And I think we're going to talk about, um, you know, as a grieving person, what is really important to know? And like we touched on that before, grief is such a personal thing um, because we're so, all, all of us are so uniquely different. So to, I want to say, make a blanket statement about grief and how long you should be able to maneuver through this and what's, you know, culturally acceptable and what's not. We need to throw all that out the window because we, you know, you are an individual having your own experience with this. And, you know, you're going to feel a whole full range of emotions. Like I said, it could be like 50 shades of gray but 50, I call it 50 shades of emotion, but feel everything because this is so essential. And you are just, it's almost like when you're grieving the loss of something, you get to go deeper with a lot of your emotions. So maybe it's grief layered on grief and grief and grief. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes it's like opening, um, the lid of, I call it Pandora's box, and all this stuff is going to start coming out. And, you know, you feel like you're going to have no control over it. The good news is, is that, you know, as you experience that, those feelings, they come to neutrality, and then they kind of don't have such an impact on you or trigger. So important is self-care. Please, please, please just be kind to yourself. If you're tired, listen to your body, take that nap. It's okay to sleep. When people are grieving, there's so much stress and all the emotions and everything's kind of happening. Your body is, is processing a lot of information and maybe purging information as well. And sometimes the best way to do that is just taking a nap or sleeping. You may need to sleep more during this time and that's okay. You're just allowing yourself to heal in other dimensions when you sleep. Seek support. Sometimes, you know, we feel like we're alone. And the illusion is, is we're never alone. Okay. Yes, we have people who are our earthly companions or our friends or resources that we could reach out to to get support for that. Also, 
check in with yourself and, and, you know, ask the spirit world to come and help you. And I know this might be a little far-fetched for some people, but I'm going to invite you to just ask the universe to send you support. And just imagine yourself just being embraced by this beautiful, warm blanket. Because the universe does have your back. Sometimes we aren't able to feel it or sense it because maybe we are, we've kind of pulled ourselves away from that aspect of ourselves. But allow yourself to receive, receive from others and also receive from the universe, our, indiv- our invisible world, so to say, but is very visible to many of us. Honor the memories that you've experienced because they're all valid. Just because they're no longer here doesn't mean that those memories didn't exist. Honor those things. That's all part of the healing process. Grief will trigger things, okay? In our world right now, there's a lot of chaos that's happening, okay? When we are grieving, Sometimes when those external triggers happen, it just takes our grief up a few notches. It turns the dial up. So you're really feeling that external trigger, but it's like the tip of the iceberg of what's possibly going on with you inside. And that might be something a little on the edge of people are like, well, how is that? So, well, you know what? It is because. If we are all connected like this beautiful tapestry, okay, we're all a thread in the tapestry of humanity, okay? So we're connected to other things and other events and and other possibilities in not only this dimension, but multiple dimensions of what's happening with us individually, that thread to the global collective basis. So this blanket, is being tugged in one direction someplace else in the world and we're being tugged with it but it's like the collective consciousness but also that aspect of us that's remembering maybe something that happened to us earlier in their life that is a mirror for that as well so it's something to look at and to grieve you know to be with that as well grieving is like a process of you know learning how to adapt with the new Um, it's not about getting over it because I don't think anybody ever gets over it. It's just, you learn to live with a new possibility. And the most important is like, if you need professional help, by all means, don't feel, um, judged or criticized for needing that. It's about honoring yourself and, and tapping into what you feel you need and trusting that, okay? And you know, grief doesn't have a deadline, it just is. Many of us are still grieving stuff for that happened to us from our childhood or you know, in the recent past as well. It's all there and it all encompasses what the richness is of who we are as an individual and a human being. So, you know, just remember, I think the most important thing 
is be kind to yourself and just allow yourself the time that you need to feel like you're complete. You may never get complete. You may get to the point where it's like, like I was saying, you know, sometimes it's like you're fine for a long period of time. You kind of resolve that and you've moved on with your new normal. And then all of a sudden you'll be thinking, your music will come on out of nowhere that reminds you of something that you had lost and the tears just come. And you know what? Just be with whatever is there. And don't feel embarrassed or, you know, ashamed or whatever that is that those things have to just go out of the doorway because it is no longer part. That's not what this is all about. This is about you just embracing changes and shifts and moving forward on your terms. And, you know. Yeah, Christine, thank you for that. You know, I'll tell you, parents, losing a parent is huge. Um, I think, you know, and I tell people this, I said, one of the things that most people will experience in this lifetime is the death of a parent. And, you know, I would say at least 80% of the population will experience that in one shape, one shapes, you know, or form. And, you know, there are times when I'm sure, you know, something reminds you of your father and you're just almost, you know, you're just like this, you just melt down and it's just like, and it's okay. It's just like, you're just, you know, remembering. I have this belief that when these episodes happen, it's almost as if the soul of that person is really close by to you and just wants to be acknowledged as well. So just feel what that feels like for you and just take that in as well. It's almost as if they're um, wanting to be remembered or they're just, you know, really close by because that's the, you know, you're feeling them. That's why you're being triggered. So just embrace that and just, you know, be with that and just, love it up because the beauty is, is that just because somebody has passed away does not mean that they're not accessible. They just drop their physicality. They're, they're vibrating at a higher dimension than what we can see, but everything's happening all at the same time. So they're very much here with us. A lot of times they're just vibrating at a higher frequency than what we are currently. So we don't see them physically. Um, yeah, so, you know, and grief, like not only losing a parent or a loved one, pets, I mean, sometimes this is kind of funny. It's just like, <laughs> I remember one time I had to put one of my cats down and I really loved, you know, and for pet owners and stuff like that, it's like, there's that aspect of unconditional love and acceptance that radiates from a pet an animal they just that's where they live they live in the state of pure love and being unconditional and putting down an animal is just you know it's so challenging and here you are i'm in the vet's office and i brought a friend with me and um you know 
I get to hold my baby as they gave her a shot and um, as she took her last breath and, you know, the tears are coming and coming and she's also crying too. And she looked at me, she's over there. Why is it we cry more for our, for our animals than we do for our human companions? <laughs> and I just started busting out laughing. And I said, that is so true. <laughs> Oh, my God. But it is the truth. And, you know, it's all part of the grieving process. You're going to have these episodes where, you know, you're just feeling it all. And it's just like you think of something funny and it's just like, you know, it just it's not making light of it. It's just like all these emotions kind of get, you know, rotated and blend around and stuff like that. So just be with it and do your best just to step into that and know that you're okay and it's going to be okay because it always is it just it, you know it's just working out to a new certainty i guess if you want to call it or maybe a new normal but it'll all work out and when we're able to step into that and embrace whatever you're experiencing with and just feel what it is that you're experiencing it's like this little bubble that comes up of this emotion and once you experience it it pops and you're back to normal key important experience everything you're feeling at this time and it's okay if you're raging mad that's okay too feel it just don't don't punch a wall or anything and break your hand. Okay. Don't do that. No, no, no bueno. Don't do that. But it's just like, feel that witness it and, you know, hit a pillow, go hit golf balls, go, you know, throw rocks in a stream or whatever you need to do, but just work on moving that energy and getting it out of your system. So, you know, we talked about you as a grieving person and what you may be experiencing and what you can do for yourself. When we come back, we're going to talk about what you could do to support somebody who's grieving, because I think for so many of us, we want to be helpful, yet we just don't know how to do that. And to the point that sometimes we just pull ourselves away and distance ourselves from the situation instead of just being fully present with them. I kind of give it the um, analogy of an Italian woman trying to talk, but she's sitting on her hands. You know, it's like, what do I do? I just don't know what to do because it's just like, yeah, it's just like sit on your hands. I, I can't talk. I can't function. So it's like giving you possibilities of what you could do to support people around you who are going through a difficult time right now. So you are listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive and energy whisperer. And we're here talking about grief, navigating grief's journey and moving forward. And so when we turn from our break, we'll be sharing more about how you could best support a person that you love who is going through grief. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 
2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Vizzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresvizzino.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, and you're listening to The Dr. Dolores Show, and we're talking about grief and moving through that with a lot of grace and ease. And before we went on break, we are talking about, you know, the grieving person and what you experience as you're grieving, and especially, you know, when you lose a loved one. And, you know, and decades could possibly go by and you're still grieving. And you know what? Grief is a lifelong process. It's like what I call the new normal. And it's not like it ever goes away. It's there, but it's like you're able to maneuver and move with it, just like a body of water moving down a a stream or a river it's just like sometimes there's bends and sometimes it's straight away sometimes there's rapids you know it's like grief could be like that you know you're smooth sailing for a while and all of a sudden you hear the hit the rapids and it's just like oh my god all hell's breaking loose and I'm like losing my losing my stuff and then it's just like it it calms down again so it's about being in the flow with the journey of this and being okay with it it, it, you know, there's no wrong or right way to do this. It's just what it is. Um, you know, many people have come to me and said, you know, I know somebody who's going through a real major loss. And it's like, I just don't know what to say to them or how to best support them. And, you know, let's talk about, you know, how you can support somebody you love who's going through a very challenging time. Maybe they lost you know, a brother or sister, an aunt and uncle, or a family member, or even a spouse. Maybe they have lost a job. Maybe they lost their house, you know, and are, you know, living on the streets, just an extreme case. Or maybe they're just, you know, looking at the losses of opportunities that never happened for them, and they're grieving the loss of that. Or maybe they're even you know, going through a health challenge where they're, you know, losing a limb or a body part or even an organ. I mean, these are all things that that trigger grief. Or it also could be like, you know, maybe they're in war-torn, war-torn part of the world where they've lost everything. You know what I'm saying? We look at the instances 
around the world too, you know, especially with the Ukraine, but also in the Middle East of things that are happening where normal was, things were completely normal in one minute and then everything is just gone. So people grieve the loss of different things at different times. It's just not one thing. How you could best help somebody who is going through a grieving process is just what we call listen actively and just be fully present. Um, you know, let the person express what's going on and just hold the container for them. Hold the container, hold the space, just be there and, you know, do your best to just listen to what's what they're saying, not trying to bounce out of that and trying to fix it for them or figure it out. Just let them dump their their basket and, and empty their basket so they could feel better for themselves. Offer your presence. Um, sometimes words aren't necessary. It's just about being um, there for them. And sometimes physical presence is emotional, is emotional support. And even emotional support is just telling them, you know what, pick up the phone if you need anything, but also check in on them and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you? What's going on? And just let them, you know, um, share what's going on with them. And, you know, especially, you know, in this day and age, it's so easy to communicate with anybody anywhere and around the world. So it's really good to just reach out to people and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you? Ask them how you could help, you know, just sometimes maybe all they need is somebody just to be there to listen. I think that's probably the most selfless thing a person could do for somebody else is just ask them, how can I help you? Because sometimes we think we know what they need, but the, <laughs> you know, th that's a bunch of baloney. It's just like, it's our projection of what we think they need onto them which may be something completely different. Be patient, understanding, and compassionate. We all go through things. And yes, it's a process. It's not going to be, you know, you're still, you know, the worst thing you could, you could even inflict into somebody, it's like, you're still, you haven't gotten over this yet. You need to get over this. That is like, you know, that's like, one of the worst things I think somebody could say to somebody. Um, because it is a process, you know, we don't know all the things that are going on with this person. And to make a judgment call on that, I think that's so, um, so unfair, but also so unkind. Avoid, you know, offering cliches like, well, this too, you know, this too shall pass or, you know, er everything happens for a reason. You know, maybe it does, but sometimes that's not what they want to hear in the moment. You know, sometimes if you have, you know, uh, sharing memories with them about, you know, what they really loved about the person, you know, or one of the funniest things that they remember ever happened. And, you know, I think it's so important. Kindness is important, but also respecting their needs. Um, offering practical help. And like I said, check in with them regularly because, you know, sometimes they're in their own little world and they're just doing what they need to do to process what they're they're experiencing. 
just check in with them and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, you know, and it's so true because, you know, when we share stories, it's just like you really get a flavor and a piece of what that person's world is. And Christine, I agree with you. It's just like, um, you know, I love hearing stories that, you know, involve my parents as well and from other people because it just, you know, validates, oh, yeah, they really were a cool person. You know, I'm not just making this up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like sometimes it's just, you know, it could be painful for people, too, because they may not want to hear that because it just triggers them. And it's something to be aware of. Um, if a person needs, if you think somebody is kind of having a very challenging time and, you know, you feel that they may, um, benefit from having some added support by all means suggest, you know, some support self-care or anything of that matter, because, you know, or provide resources for them. And, you know, it's not like saying you need to go do this. It's just like, hey, what are your thoughts about blah, blah, blah? Are you thinking, you know, do you, are you feeling like you need some more support? Sometimes it's hard for people to really verbalize what they're going through when they're going through that. And may, they may not be aware that they may need that. But you as an observer witnessing what's happening you may need to be able to um, maneuver through that a little better for them. And, you know, most importantly, like we were saying earlier, just respect a person's grieving process. It's not, you know, one-stop shop that everybody goes through a certain way. It is so uniquely an individual that, you know what, we do a huge disservice when we think that, you know, everything's got to be in boxes and it has to look a certain way because that's not how life is. Um, so, you know, just remember these things, like when you're working with somebody, the most important thing is just your physical presence sometimes and just saying, you know what, I'm here for you. Just let me know how I could help you. You know, would is there something that I could do for you to support you in any way? Just ask those type of questions and be fully present. Your person will probably totally appreciate that, you know, maybe as they're going through this or maybe more so after the fact. I think so many times it's a challenge for people to show up for somebody because they're in their own drama about their own grief and what grief's all about and stuff like that. And they, they're trying to fix it for other people. And please don't do that because it's really interfering with karma. Did you know that when you try to fix somebody else or project what you think that other person should be doing and trying to, you know, that person making it, you know, trying to, you know, how, you know, we, we suggest things to people or sometimes we tell people what to do. You know, it, it's not OK to do that. It's just like ask what they need. They will tell you when we try to project what we think another person needs or fix it for them. We do interfere with their karma. 
And I don't really want to be responsible for that. Do you? (laughs) Because guess what? I would have more karma that I would have to deal with in another time and place. Oh, hell no. Anyway, so when we come back, we're going to go to our last segment here for break. And, you know, you're listening to the Dr. Dolores show and we're talking about grief and moving through grief and becoming more resilient. And we're going to just kind of put everything together after we come back. So hold on to your seats and we will be back after this break. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresfazzino.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fasino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And we have been talking about grief and moving through grief today from the perspective of the person having going through the grieving process and from the perspective of how to best support a person going through the grieving process. And, you know, lastly, we're talking, we're going to talk about this and I, I'm going to, this is so near and dear to my heart because of my background as a um, surgical assistant. Um, You know, people go, when they go through surgery, believe it or not, we go through, people go through a grieving process. If they're having, you know, abdominal surgery and they have to take out, you know, a bunch of body parts and stuff like that, or even if they have a limb or, you know, if a woman has to have her breast removed because of breast cancer or even men with prostates, the body is going through a grieving process because that organ no longer is there. And we innately go through you know, a grieving process as well because of that. I bet you didn't know that, but it's the truth. So, you know, it's so important when you are having surgery, okay, or, you know, you need to have surgery, is that, and you need to have a body part removed, is just pay reverence to the body part. Thank it for what it did for you and how it supported you and what it didn't do for you as well. Just thank it for that. And just love and appreciate it and just allow it to go on to its next adventure. What this does, it brings the body into a neutrality, but also supports that healing process as well. So that's just a little sidebar because this is part of grieving as well. If you know somebody who actually is is going through a health crisis, you know, they have the grieving of the loss of you know, that body part, but also maybe of not being able to do the things that they had been doing before, et cetera, et cetera. This could go on and on. 
So just as a, as a reminder, just to keep that in mind. Now, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week, because, you know, grief is, you know, a, one big thing, but we're going to talk about radiant resilience, self-care secrets. And I think this is perfect after listening to everything about grief. We need to focus on what we're going to do with what we've been through, how we're going to move forward and to grasp the knowledge and the wisdom that we've attained from what we've experienced. So just a little bit about next week's show. Um, in this empowering episode of Radiant Resilience, we deep dive into the world of self-care and nurturing the spirit and should be body and soul too. We're going to discover the transformative power of self-care practices that can elevate your well-being and ignite your spirit. In this thought-provoking conversation, we'll explore the transformative power of self-care practices guiding you towards a more balanced, radiant, and resilient life. The world, in a world that is constantly filled with demands and challenges, self-care isn't just a luxury, it's a necessity. In this day and age, it's a absolute must. Learn how to embrace self-care as a means to fortify your resilience, and we're going to emphasize the importance of mindfulness, meditation, and holistic approaches to self-care while keeping it simple and accessible. And I am going to open up my tool trough and, and share some tools that I find that are very, very helpful for that as we are ending into the holiday seasons. And it's good for any time of the year as well. So tune in to uncover the secrets of a living, a more balanced and radiant life. And you don't want to miss our enlightening discussion on self-care's profound impact on your spirit and overall well-being. Join us on the journey to towards radiant resilience. So please stay tuned next week because I think you're going to enjoy this episode. So let's recap what we've talked about today, getting circling back to grief. And just remember that it's all about kindness, love, appreciation, acceptance. It's about being kind to yourself and to the other person who's going through whatever they're going through. It's about appreciating who they are, what maybe the other person brought to the table as somebody who is passed away or the person is grieving. But it's also about accepting what is as it is without judging or criticizing it and just knowing that and asking the universe to gain, to give us the wisdom behind this. What is it? I'm experiencing this and tell me more of why this is so. Just be with those moments. The grieving process is endless. There's, it's not a finite thing. It's going to constantly morph and flow with you on your life's paths. And it's also going to enrich and give you opportunities to look deeper and maybe look at things in a different perspective than you ever thought before. When you're able to embrace all of that and come to, I call your still point, that point within yourself where you're fully present, 
This is where your resilience, resilience is going to stem from and it's going to flourish and you're going to be able to move and navigate through your life with so much grace, love, and ease. It's about really stepping into your power through the grieving process. I feel that sometimes when we don't allow ourselves to grieve, we really rob ourselves of our true potential and possibility as a human being, because this is an experience that's going to enrich us and allow us to grow at a very deep and profound level. It's not for sissies. <laughs> it takes courage. It takes bravery just to be with all of that that you're experiencing. It's an essential part of being a human being, especially the part about experience in the emotions. Please experience those emotions. They are gold nuggets for you that are going to allow you to transform your life, your body, mind, and soul on such a deep level that you'll be thanking yourself when you're on the other side of this and you could see the forest through the trees. Okay. When you're in the middle of it, it kind of is, it's tough, but know that you will get through this. Continue to ask for help and support and just be kind to yourself. I think in our world today, what we can do for self-care is just be kind, allow ourselves to be an experience, and just know that you will move through this a lot quicker than you know. So thanks, everybody, for being here. You are listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, and I help people bridge the physical with the spiritual and the invisible with the visible. For those of you who have problems being in the present moment, I have a meditation for you. If you go to my website at drdolorisfazino.com, you could get access to that. It will help you stay in the present moment. So you could be right here, right now in the moment. See you next time. Take care. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.